Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Very, very uh, special edition of Midnight Snack. Dan is visiting his parents, which I don't think he's done since the Korean War. It's been a minute. So he's not here this week. And I thought, well, who can I ask to co-host with me? We have Molly Sims, who's going to be here on the show. She's wonderful. But who can I kick off the show with, who I feel safe with, um, Ish, who I... (laughs) will let him see me with, like, basically no makeup. It's Sunday night. We're recording this. Amazing. The man canceled a mandate to watch Succession to record this episode of Midnight Snack. He is my... That's right. I think you're one of like maybe three straight male friends that I have maybe four, Dylan. 
Well, I'm it, I'm honored to be one of those. Yeah, I really trust you too. That's we'll talk about that a little bit. And must I say, even though there's a ring light, I mean, sans makeup or anything, you look great, Mish. You look, Dylan, you're looking great. You're okay? always like hyping me up, you know. And that's <laughs> what I love about you so much is that it doesn't matter. Dylan has seen me at my best and my worst. Thank God he didn't move me, which we're going to talk about that in a minute. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Uh, I am actually, I do look better than I thought I'd look. I warned him. I said, I'm going to look terrible. I look better than bad. If you looked bad, I would have just made a joke about how your personality shines through, (laughs) but you don't actually look bad. You know what I mean? Give it like 10 minutes. Dylan Palladino. Dylan, I haven't done any research. I mean, I texted you like an hour ago being like, do the pod with me tonight. What's your Twitter handle, your podcast? Promote your stuff at the top. Oh, um, just uh, Dylan J. Palladino on Twitter, on Instagram. If you go to my Instagram, there's the link trees there with all the podcasts, all the stuff there, but just Dylan, D-Y-L-A-N-J-P-A-L-L-A-D-I-N-O. And that's it, guys. You know, you'll you'll see in the show notes, you'll find me. It's not hard. Too Go much. to who Michelle follows. Too it's much. not too many people. Too much at the top. Yeah. Too much at the top. I have to say right away, right but away, you have to. But right you have away, to at the top. I'm upset that I didn't look your stuff up because I'm really angry that you said Linktree. When you said Linktree, I don't like when you're like, <laughs> click my link tree. Like, oh, but it's a link. It's a link in bio. But it's just, a link in the bio. I know, but it's like Lincoln Park. Like, it's like too much. Like, it just like, like what do you say, say? Beacons? Do I need to say beacons? Say the name of your podcast and your okay. Instagram handle. But now people are going to go to your link tree. See what I mean? No, but no, no, but no, but the link tree is on my Instagram. I know. So they click on the link. Here's the thing. When you say the name of a podcast, no one's going to remember the you name of the point. podcast. You have a point. No one's going to. Right. People are barely going to remember my name. So what they'll do is they'll look at, oh, who is he? They'll look me up and then hopefully they'll click on the link in bio. They're going to clink on that link. They're going to clink it clink on the link. Listen, we've already talked more than Dan has ever talked. Dan is like our Terminator. He gets paid per word. He gets paid like $7,000 a word. You've already out Dan. Dan, but Dill, trust first, me, if we yeah, were doing, we I'm sorry, if we were doing the radio show, <laughs> oh. I'd be talking almost zero because I, I already realized last time how different the radio is than <laughs> podcasting. Yeah, but don't every- like show me up now because you're bitter that you didn't talk more <laughs> I, on the I'm radio show. Oh, no, no, no. I talked too much on the radio show. You were good. I talked. People oh, liked no, but, you. <laughs> no, but there was. And you didn't say anything because you're so nice. I am nice. But Thank I you. forgot that on radio, you're always like coming back from a break. So you have to do yeah, yeah. the reintroduction. You have to like, and the, and the person's not supposed to talk. And every time I was like interrupting that's right. your, your, my flow. <laughs> no, that's what he does. You know what? It's, but you're like, you know what? It's like, I adopted a St. Bernard from, you know what I mean by that? Who was like left just him in his barrel in the cold. That's Dylan. Like Dylan is, he is a sweet energy. He's a player. He's now fully bald, which by the way, I was shocked on Instagram for those. And I'm not going to repeat how the first time we met and people are sick of it. I'm over that story, but yeah, yeah. Become friend, it's, it's too much already. Mm-hmm. Um, Dylan shaved his head six foot six. Yeah. Yeah. Six, six, yeah, six, six, big Sh- boy shaved head and a full right. shaved head. You know, I'm getting used to it as I'm talking to you now, but I do miss the hair a little bit. I don't mind a shaved head. Love a bald. Look, um, I'm not going to lie and say I don't miss it. Yeah, of course. But um, Is this the it? First mo- 
that I think this might be it. Really? I will say wow. I am I am actively taking things for my hair and I have noticed my hair get thicker on the head just from looking at it. Hims? So what are you taking? Hims. Yeah, hims. I'm doing hims. Mm-hmm. I wish hims would sponsor I would give them the best ad read ever because I was anti doing all that stuff. Yeah. Started taking it, was like, you know what? F- like, screw it. I'm just gonna go. And then I shaved it because I was like, I just want to see what I would look like. And now I've still been doing it and I've already noticed Michelle, Growth. I've noticed hair on my temples. So now well, I'm like, Baruch it's Hashem. too well. Baruch, yeah, Baruch Hashem. Hashem that really. finally the hair is coming out in temple. Yes. The Rebbe's wife. So- <laughs> he's got hair in his temples. All right. I love that for you. A little. But I'll grow it back mm-hmm. once more. At least at least once. Listen, you look great. I also want the listener to know if the show feels weird, it is because we are recording this on a Sunday night. I am mentally completely fried. Usually we do Monday morning, sometimes Monday night. My favorite episodes with Dan are nighttime ones, so I actually think this has potential to be a classic, but uh, you're missing succession. I'm missing Jen Shaw getting arrested on Salt Lake City. So this is like big. We're both stepping away. We're sacrificing. We're sacrificing. Dylan Palladino, uh, it is worth mentioning, when he's not performing stand-up around the city or... Mm -hmm doing this link tree situation, which you should just go (laughs) click and see what the hell it is. He's a mover. And when I, you know, people, I I documented here in the podcast, I almost wonder if I sort of um, cock-blocked myself from getting people to rent my apartment because I was being really vocal. You know, I'm, you know, the name of the podcast should be the dumbest Jew in the world, me. Like, (laughs) I'm such a dumb Jew. And I was sitting here and I had flies, Dylan, in the apartment and they had emailed uh, our landlord being like, we have to do a wellness check. So I was like, oh my fucking God, like somebody died in their apartment and they're like flies coming into my apartment because of a dead neighbor. Like how many flies? Well, the joke is that I thought there was one, but it was like um, nutty professor style. Like it was like 17 of them. I just thought it was the same one. Like They all look alike. Yeah. They all, I mean, literally (laughs) I killed one and Mm -hmm. then uh, it just kept... I was like, I guess I didn't get it that time. Because again, yeah. dumbest J in the W. So in the meantime, uh, there's hair in my temple, people. <laughs> there's hair <laughs> in my temples. Look at my lustrous hair. I don't want to rub it in, but I'm having a wonderful oh, no. hair day. I know. I've talked about it with you. Like you, as a way to rub it in to see your hair, <laughs> it's like almost insane. Like you could, you could take just like. The there's layers. There's this. layers. I know. And put it on mine, and I would. I could be a hair model then. That's how much there is. <laughs> there is so there's fucking so much. much. Oh, speaking of which, side note, Dylan, lady talk mm-hmm. about the hair. You know, you wouldn't know this, but I did get most of my hair lasered off, and okay. but you have to go for upkeep. Not everything because I want to stay with the trends, but whatever. <laughs> and I went back. Well, you never know. You know what I mean? I don't want to like. You want to. You want to have some flexibility. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So you can groom smaller parts, but I'm saying the the bulk of it, the Got Kirkland it. signature of it all, it's lasered, t- gone. It's tapered, tapered down. Tapered, yes. tapered yes. down. <laughs> the great Muppet taper. So I, thank you. So I went to my laser place and uh, this is so boring. Nobody cares about this. Certainly but, not you. Hey, Michelle, what? it's real life. And that's what we want to hear. Okay. <laughs> no, but this I want to talk about it a lot with you. NPR. <laughs> No, that's a fact. Okay, the point is, is basically they changed the deal at my laser place and I went in and they were so reduced to be 300 bucks head to toe. And I know that you shaved your head. I Uh have so much hair that I actually got the hair on, like the hairline in the back. On the bottom? Yes, lasered. 
So it's like picture perfect now. You can't see it because I don't want to turn around. Oh. But I, I I did everything. Toes, fingers, not arms. Never had a hairy arm. That's natural. But wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went back this time and they treated me like Picture. I had just walked in off the street for the first time. I said, ladies, do Wait, I not tip you 60 bucks? When you see my asshole, basically, look, you lay it's eyes perfect. on me. Not necessarily, but you're getting 60 <laughs> bucks minimum. I don't care who oh, you are. I got it. I tip see what wise, you're saying. Tip if you're wise, looking at my butthole, you're getting $60. Minimum actually. 60 yes. bucks. Minimum. Yes. That like I have a thing with the feet. You touch my feet, minimum 20 bucks. Asshole, wow. I up you're to 60. So, so kind and giving. See, but wow. now I'm not sure I am because Dylan, this is what brings me back to the move. Okay. So flies, blah, blah, blah emailed my landlord. There were other issues with the place, et cetera. She says, I mean, I had to pay for November. Let's not talk about it, but I got out of my lease, right? I hate it. So I had to hire movers. So who do I text? My friend, comedian, Linktree, Dylan Paladino, who is a mover. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. The way you just said it, I'm less Jewish because of how you said it. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Assault. I thought there was an H in it. (laughs) No, Baruch. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Yeah, you did it good. Hashem is God. So, uh, Dil, don't don't say the name of the place where you work unless you want to. I won't. I won't. I won't. I won't. I don't think you should. I won't. Even though, like, you're not shitting on them because you had a good moving experience. Except for one thing, which I haven't told you about. Packing. Oh, you didn't? Did I tell you what happened with the packing? No, but I am aware. Did they email you? They didn't email me, but I heard through the grapevine. He didn't pack any of my pots and pans. Really? Wait, what did you hear through the grapevine? I just heard that an email was sent. Look, I'm there was there was. Am I in trouble with you? No. Oh no. When I saw the message from him, I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "Wow!" I didn't think that this was going to happen. Can I tell you why? Can I tell you why? Now, let me, now this is, okay. You know what? I'm happy that we're talking about this on record. I actually am. No, I am because I want you to know something. I, okay. So I hired packers and then movers. Mm -hmm. The movers were angels sent down from heaven. Yes. I tipped them what I think is a generous tip, although maybe it wasn't. I think it was. No, no, no. You crushed it on the tip. Crushed it. Crushed it. Thank you for saying that. I felt like it was, and I gave them, each of them, one got a rug, a whole rug. You know, I'm giving them stuff. I was like, take whatever you want from my apartment. They got cans of food. I mean, you name it. It was. Here's what we'll say. I told you a generous amount and then you went above and beyond. That's so you right. did great. You did great. Let me tell you where I snapped, Dilly. <laughs> I snapped. And and you know what? I, I really didn't want to embarrass you. And I actually, you know what mm-hmm. I mean by that? Because I really value our friendship and I would never but want to put not, you in an uncomfortable day, position. Not, yes. I hired Packers to come the day before, all right? They sent their three, let's be real. One guy, I'll tell you, I'll say his name in the air. One guy I loved, Matt. Matt worked his ass off. Matt was the only one really working. Matt, then there was another guy, sweet, also not as hard of a worker, but I liked him. So he was fine. Starts with a P, letter P. I'm not going to say his name. Oh, got it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, he's not amazing. He's No, I've heard that people don't love him because I got all the gossip on Sunday. You know that I did. Oh, you did? Oh, I was in my own real... 
movers of New York City on Bravo. This should be a show about moving and moving men. How is there not a reality show about movers? Well, well, one of my one of the guys in the company who's a comic is like trying to write a <gasps> uh, sitcom about it. I think it's great. Not I think sitcom it's a reality great, yeah. show, and you show you? it's like below deck where you see people's stuff. You see because you you know you're at the oh, most stressful. Yeah. You're getting people at their most stressed. I have to tell you something. I hate moving, and I oh moved, a lot of people do. Oh, why would anybody like moving? My neighbors, who I'm very friendly with, who actually helped me. Um, mm-hmm. they got enough tuna to kill six Jeremy Pivens. I swear to God, I gave him so much tuna. I was like, how much tuna do you want? I have cans. Because I thought that the supermarkets were oh, going to close I down. I remember you sent yeah. me pictures when you were shopping Did at I? like Costco or something right in the beginning of the pandemic. I remember we were talking. <laughs> no, I remember. There's a huge, there was a huge, huge cart full of stuff. Oh my God. And then you were like, and I also got this and it was like one bottle of wine. And I was like, you should maybe get more than just that. But I know. And then I all I did was drink and I didn't open a single can of tuna. No, but let me can I say the name of the guy who fucked up? Can I at least say his first name? It's a little it's a it's a foreign name, so I don't want to give him away. But please let me say it. Yeah, I don't think he has a last name. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, It's a good name. It's such a funny name. That's the thing. It's a good name because there's a joke that I made about it. Watch me. He's Polish, by the way. So you know what? The Poles already canceled all the Jews like 60 years ago. So we're good. <laughs> um, he cut these three guys come in and one of them, mm-hmm. big guy, I think he's taller than you, Dylan. He's gotta be. Like, he is. He's a big he's six, boy. Seven. He's six, six seven. seven. I was like, damn, like I was looking up. I was like, okay, I felt something a little. Cause like usually, you know, that height can like do strange things to a woman. So I was like, he's got a good face too. He's not terrible looking, but anyway, mm-hmm. so he decides and he's like the leader. He's the older, oldest guy of the three. The other two boys are yeah. young. First of all, they were like, oh, you need to get more boxes. This isn't enough. So I had to go with one of the young guys to go buy boxes, spend another hundred bucks on boxes. Bogdan, when I say he's going slow, me and the boys, and I'm packing as well. I'm like packing my clothing. You know, they're bringing mm-hmm. me boxes. They're very, very sweet. I go to check on Bogdan and he's just in my kitchen. My kitchen, yes. by the way, not a big cook. I sold my like croissette Dutch oven. Okay, got 150 bucks for it. Thrilled. I don't have Good that. For you. I really don't have that much stuff in my kitchen. I have the plates. I mean, there are a lot of plates and like mugs and everything else. Okay, so he has to wrap them, but there's bubble wrap. There's all kinds of foam. I mean, paper. Yes. You name it, he has everything. But Dylan, you know, it's like you know, it's like Crusade, right? You know, uh, listen. Between this and the fucking link tree, like I'm really not in the mood. To, I, no, here's the thing. It is like Crusade. You Baruch. <laughs> You Baruch Hashem me, so I'm throwing it back at you. You know what? Hashem is listening, Dylan. Hashem (laughs) always listens, and you never correct a woman, especially a non-French. You're right, and you always and you always teach me. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was a joke, but I just was like, let me get one little jab. Well, that should really prove that I don't ever fucking cook. I mean, literally, (laughs) like or read French or like the French. So So sorry to derail. No, no, no. So So he's packing, and Dylan. Literally, every time I went to look at him, Mm -hmm. an hour would pass, the plates are all there, the mugs are all there, and I'm going, what is he doing? Like, and I don't want to micromanage because I really don't do that. And you can ask anyone I've ever worked with, I hate doing that. But I was just like, do you need help? Do you want me to come in here? And I noticed that as we were starting to like um, finish up in the apartment, which by the way, they were there for six hours, which if you know how much they charge, it's expensive also, you know? That's long, that's long. It's long, and I tipped them and they, oh my God, they walked, one of the kids walked out with an Ikea bag full of my shit. He took my scale. He was like, do you need the scale? I was like, how dare you? <laughs> I was like, what? He's like, yeah. what? Yeah. Baby scale. Never used. I've never used that in my life. Yeah. Never used it. Never needed to. Like, I always need- knew the answer was great. 
Or it's a scale that you step on it. It just says you're doing great. It doesn't That's even say it. Wait. He took yeah. my fucking scale. I was like, sure. What? Wait. I, I was thinking about it. I'm like, I can't believe I have to buy a new scale now. You know? Anyway. Yeah. But fine. I didn't care. So this guy in the kitchen, the Bogdan. So now mm-hmm. as we're winding down, he now comes into the living room. And I have a good thing going with Maddie. Maddie and I really gelled. First of all, he's cute. Let's just like be honest. He's a cute attractive guy, guy. Attractive, very attractive, very fit and sweet as literal fucking sugar. Like he is mm-hmm. a gem of a man. I really like him. Him and I had a whole thing. I liked working with him. He was sweet. He was funny. I was like, great. Why is Bogdan now moving Matt to the kitchen? <laughs> I don't think so, Bog. (laughs) So I said, no, you are on kitchen duty, right? Because, you know, and by the way, I gave the man at least $400 in Michael's paints and canvases. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, no, because I'm nice. I don't want you to think that I'm some bitch who comes in and is like, do this, do that. I don't. I Listen, and I wasn't going to complain about him, even though he was literally slow as dirt. And actually after six hours, everyone else was done, but him in the kitchen. I said, uh-huh. no. and I said, listen, I'll just, um, there was like stuff in the coat closet and my tools. I said, I'll do it. So they leave Packer. The movers come the next day. It's an all fucking day job. They did a great job. Sweetheart men, mm-hmm. great price. I was very happy. I really thank you by the way, for hooking me up. I really mean that. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Dylan Palladino, link tree, Instagram, <laughs> Dylan J Palladino. Monday comes along. Uh-huh. I go, I took the day off of work, go back to my apartment, go to the kitchen. The boxes are all gone. Everything's gone. I open up my cabinet and all my pots and fucking pans are in there. My all clad, expensive, never used one baby, all my baby shoes, never worn for sale. <laughs> all of them in the cupboard. Well, hey, at least you don't use them, right? <laughs> well, but I mean, if I made pasta, like that's what I boiled my, it doesn't matter. They were expensive. I got you. I got you. I, no, I flipped. Look. That's when I flipped. Because I'm like, you know what? I wasn't up his ass. I let him do what he wanted. I was actually very nice to him. I really was. You know, not and okay, just so all not for of that you. happened. Okay. And then you I did an email and I emailed. They're not going to do shit for me, by the way. I have a feeling and it's fine. But I had to let him know. That's it. All of that happened. And then you discovered those and you said, that's this is too much. Well, no, because then I, I'm, I'm done. That. I'm done because exactly. I couldn't. I moved my stuff into storage far in New Jersey. I couldn't. Get oh, the, you couldn't bring them. No, what did you do with them? Gave them to my neighbors. Oh, that's the thing. Yes, okay. that's you get the, it. That's the that's the straw on the camel. That's the camel's back. The camel's back was okay, and then you threw the pots on. Honey, snapped. Honey, I don't have pots and pans because of the man. That's the that's the yeah. truth. That's when I got pissed. I got pissed Monday when, and I sent a picture. You actually, I should text the picture. It's not even that many pots of pants, but I took pictures of them. I spread it out on the floor of my living room with no furniture in it. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> is, that is kind of psychotic. It's so what? Kind of psychotic. That's very funny. I want to see the pictures. You have to send me, you have to send them to me. Yeah, all That's these so anthropology funny. bowls that I bought for the roof. Like, nice stuff. A Kate Spade Linux. Listen, I'll send it to you. But oh, I spread I need, it out. I need to buy new bowls, speaking of. Hun, go, like call, my neighbors. call my neighbors. Yeah. Call my neighbors. They have all the shit. You, what do you need from them? They have everything. Anyway, people should still contact this moving company because they were great. They're great. Yes. They really if you were. Message me, I will t- I will tell them to you. They will honestly give you. A very good deal. I told the girl that I was I dating yeah. that I worked for a moving company, but we had only been seeing each other for like a month. She and needed so movers? I told, she did, but <gasps> I didn't want to do the like guy thing where I'm like, let my company, you know what I you mean? Can't. I didn't want to be too pushy. Mm-mm. Exactly. So I just, I was like, she knows I work for a moving company. If she asks me, 
I'll give it to her, but I'm not going to be like, use me. Yeah. And then I told her how I was moving this couple. I just told her what I was moving one day and she was like, wow, that must be so expensive. And I was like, actually, it's this much. And she goes, wow, my <gasps> moving company cost me $500 more. And it was a lot less than that. And she goes, I'm pissed to you that you didn't tell me to use your company. You and I was what? like, I was no. like, you got to ask me. No. I go, you're the adult. She's giving you shit right now. I'm sure she'll listen to this. Uh, you guys make she a beautiful couple. You guys make yeah. a beautiful couple. Let me open by saying that in case she does. Her name's Bogdan. <laughs> <laughs> her name's Bogdan. Listen, her name's Bogdan. It's She's my man. Stunning. Yeah. Okay, yeah, wait. Yeah. Um, well, listen, Dylan Palladino, a name to know. You should know him. Fold him into your daily activities is all I'm going to say tree. about it. You got to go to his link tree. <laughs> 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 fucking link tree. Um, Dylan J. Palladino on Instagram and Twitter. Ah, uh, Dylan, I adore you. Thank you um, uh, for skipping succession to talk to me. Of course. I'll go watch it right now and I will report back. I'm going to go yeah. watch Jen Shaw get arrested on that note. Here we go. Molly Sims. I just had to soften my brows. I just looked in the Zoom. I put eyebrows on and they were groucho dark. And I took a paper towel and I ran them over my brows because they were just too dark. And my next guest is so ethereal. She's so blonde. I mean, I'm looking at you. It's almost like there's no one there. Just an angel's mist in the Zoom camera. <laughs> Even when you laugh, Molly, you can't help it. I I definitely um, went a little lighter than I thought. I just I did go a little lighter. Yeah. I'm very blonde. But just want to go back to the... Um, Groucho Marks yeah, brows of it all. Please. You know, I, I lighten my brows. Do you? Mine are so black. I do because now that I'm so platinum, I try to not make it so Jersey black. So Jersey. Jersey. Yeah. Well, they, I'm telling you that there's a, her face is just one peach smear with blue little eyes and a blonde wig, and it's stunning. So I softened my brows for her, but she has a podcast. I've been a guest on it. I just adore her. Everyone I know who knows you, Molly loves you. And we can get into the specific people, but it's called Lipstick on the Rim, new podcast where you talk really about everything, relationships, beauty, sex, all the fun stuff. Um, you can also follow Molly at Molly B. Sims on Twitter and Instagram and mollysims.com. You're gooping it, Moll. You're going into I'm, that I'm, goop I'm, territory. I do love, uh, I do love me some beauty and wellness. You know, I, uh, my mother was very, uh, was very into it. She would get prevention and the whole, like, she'd always be like, I'm eating prunes and almonds. And, you was know, there a she, spare uh, toilet in the house or was she just always on the <laughs> toilet? I hope it was a two bathroom. Yeah. It, it was a, it was a, it was a three. God bless. It was a three. We, Choices. We got a little money. We got a little money later on in life. So we got three bathrooms. <laughs> um, it's funny. My family is anti wellness. Let's compare our upbringings because okay. we were, you know, my parents, my mom was like a dieter. It wasn't about the nutrients or the nutrition. It was about stop eating so much. She would buy five bars and like chocolate covered raisins, just the worst possible snacks and then hide the good stuff around the house. But it was never about, you know, vitamins or anything like that. It was just don't be big was the running message in the house. Mine was the absolute opposite. She literally had the metabolism. I, I don't even know. Like she would eat a jar of peanut butter and lose fucking 10 pounds. <laughs> I would eat like a tablespoon and gain 10 pounds. Wow. But she, I know, she, she, would, <laughs> she would go on diets with me. I'm like, 
and she would lose weight, but I wouldn't. See, that's that funny. Okay. That mother-daughter dieting relationship is really interesting because that, you know, not so much anymore now. I think she feels guilty because I've kind of, I've like made her aware of the fact that I've had body issues my whole life because, you know, I was drinking because of her, because of her, because of her. Well, think about it. You know, I was 10 years old, 11 years old. She was making cabbage soup. The entire house smelled like farts. We were doing South Beach diet, like bananas, deep throating bananas left and right. I'm like, this is not even zoo animals eat like this. This is insane. And I never got skinny. So I'm wondering what happened. And yet look at your beautiful family. See, something clicked. Something clicked. You know, my mom was, she didn't like any of the diets. She didn't, I was always trying to go on a diet. I actually did. I actually did both diets. I did the cabbage. I I, I don't even know, like I drank like cabbage. Soup, uh, yeah. Like liquid for for like a week. And then I did do the South Beach. The South Beach, I was a a bit successful on, I got to tell you. South Beach works. Anything where you cut, anything where you cut bread, I think, and dairy especially. The dairy is. I love. Do you love dairy? I love I love bread. I fucking love bread so much. I fucking love bread. I so come much. to Miami for bagels because they don't. I don't think New York has a good bagel. I'm like a controversial Jew like that. It's just how I am. So when I was first uh, modeling, I was dating a French guy, and we were in Miami, and I probably still needed to lose a bit, and he took the <gasps> bread basket away from no. me. No. <gasps> yes, yeah, swear to God, Stefan, are you listening to me right now? Get Stefan, Anita. Get Stefan on the line right now because I'm going to lose my shit. Why are men like that? You know, it's funny. Like there's just, they think that they see, there's a very specific European, I think, machismo that you know, exists. It was interesting for him. It wasn't that. It was more about like, why are you Americans eating so much pan? Like oh, what? It's, it was weird. It wasn't that like, he didn't care. It just, that's what he wasn't grown up. Like he, he didn't grow up like that. That's weird. Yeah, but I was in Paris about a month and a half ago and there was bread. There's only bread. Like every, There's only that's bread. it. They only eat bread, butter and wine. But the, the French women really don't eat. They really that's don't. That's what it is. They, they smoke. They say they eat, but, but they don't, they smoke. Uh, yeah, they smoke. They look damn good. Should we start a new wellness brand called Smoking? <laughs> Where, listen, and it, go on. Just like, I'm not going to promote anorexia. I'm just saying where you say you eat. That's a big model thing. Molly Sims, you're a massive, you're a supermodel. Don't you think that's a big model thing? All my model friends, what they do is they'll sit down. I don't think you're like this, but I don't know. They order everything. No, you know what I'm going to say? They order everything. They go, can I get steak freed and this and that? And then they drink and they smoke and they have one fry and it's like the cover, the facade of a steak, but really they're not putting that steak in their body. They're not. It's just on the table. Yeah. And then they'll move it around. And then they'll like literally take a bite, go to the bathroom, take a smoke, go get a drink. And then they come back at like, I've eaten everything off, <laughs> off of the table. I know. Oh, my God. What, what was it like modeling in the 90s? And because you were you were maybe that might be too young for you. You're very young. No, I were started in 90s? the 90s. I'm 40. Yeah, I'm 90s, 2000s. I started, uh, I left Vanderbilt in, whew. 94, okay. around 94, 95, uh, maybe 93. I can't remember. Uh, and then I went to New York and then I went to Europe. So I was in Europe, 95, 96, 97. Wow. Um, it was a good time. It was fun. I want stories. Was, uh, make, me, make me realize what I missed, that what food prevented me, prevented the life for me to have. Because I really feel like my skeleton should have been on a runway, but the flesh prevented my career. And I can say <laughs> that. It's not fat shaming myself. I'm just being honest. So what things, what was your life like? 
it was just on a plane. It was like late nights, like late mornings. It was every other day. Like one day, I remember one great day. I had felt like I'd kind of made it. And it was one of the last of the days of the Concorde. And I literally did a job in Paris in the morning. And then I did a job in the afternoon in New York. And I remember being on, I want to say I was on, I think I might have been on with Linda Evangelista. I was on with a few supermodels who had flown back on that flight. And I was just like, I have fucking made it. I, this is like, wow. I am eating caviar, which I don't even like. Neither. But I'm being, <laughs> I'm being offered it. And I'm from Kentucky and I've never even had it. And it was just one of those moments where it was, it was just a crazy kind of experience. But one day I would be in Morocco because it was only three hours from Paris. One day I would be in India. Like it was always... But it was definitely long days, long hours, especially in Europe, Paris, London. You genuinely, I think, own the world at that point, because even though they, you know, looks are only skin deep, that's all people genuinely kind of give a shit about. Let's be honest. (laughs) I don't see any nuclear scientists front row at the Versace show, you know, or or in the Daily Mail. Or again, even the woman who invented the vaccine, if you put her in a lineup— I couldn't be like, there she is. There's the lady who saved the world. But you put you in a lineup. I'm like, oh, Molly, hi. Smoke. I offer you a cigarette. Smoke if you got them. You know, it's just funny how we value things. I do think yeah. we've come a little bit farther in the last couple of years with inclusivity and like the acceptance of what normal and beautiful is. Like, I do think at my time, I think it was so rough that you had to be a size zero. Mm. I mean, if you were a four, you were just, I mean, you wouldn't work, which is insane. But I do think a lot of people put a lot of pressure on beauty. Yes, it is true. I, and even as we age, and I mean, like you are the pinnacle of like, I mean, please, everyone should be so lucky. It looks like you at 30. No, but I'm just being honest. But even as, you know, I turned 40 this summer and I feel, I still feel like a teenager kind of like mentally, but, you know, just figuring out what to do without looking. I only get Botox, but I know that in five years, I'm going to start looking into other things and be like, maybe I should. I know a girl who got a lip flip. Have you seen that shit? It's crazy. What is that? What's a lip flip? I want to know that. What is it? She got the skin removed from under the nostrils. Are you listening? And they hoisted like the sails of her lips up so that the bottom part exactly piggy like this. So it looks like that. So it almost looks like a duck, but from the inside. From underneath. Yes. She's doing it. A lip flip. A lip flip. And it looks crazy. And these girls are going, you know, they're going crazy. The whole look has changed. What were you going to say? I mean, I'm four, I'm 48 Mm. and I have only done Botox and I have to say every now and then I'm like, everybody was always says the same thing. Oh, you're so hollow underneath your eyes. Oh, you're so thin at your temples. Oh, you have a witch's. I'm like, really? I don't, I don't want uh, filler, but it is tempting every now and then I'm like, can, is there something better than Botox? Like, but I still want to look like me. I get scared. The filler is, that's danger zone. Filler is when you go. Well, everybody looks like a chipmunk. You know, it's like the chipmunks and then everybody's like doing the thread. So it's really like (laughs) fucking tight and like you can't even move. You pulling the skin back is convincing me I should do it. Like seeing you do that, I'm like, wait, she looks amazing. I should get it. No, if I did it, I would look like a RuPaul's Drag Race contestant. Like there would be, there. it just would not flatter my look. But listen, you have the podcast Lipstick on the Rim. 
I, I was a guest. I had the best time. Um, tell people why you wanted a podcast, why this was like the next step. You know, I think people had such a disconnect because I came from the entertainment world and the modeling world and all of that. And, you know, I got the opportunity to, to act and to do different things. But since I had children, I think, you know, look, part of me, a very, very, very small part of me misses sitting in a trailer, um, you know, working in the middle of nowhere and never really coming home. But the other side of me is that I wouldn't be able to see my family and have, you know, the relationship I have with my kids. So in that way, you know, I can't do as many parts. And so I think people kind of felt a disconnect Mm -hmm. of like, is she authentic? Is she relatable? Or does she have so much money? Or does she like, I think they, I don't know, they kind of forgot I was funny, like forgot that I had this whole side of me. And so during COVID, I loved mollysims.com and I really wanted to hone in on the beauty. But I felt that my personality didn't come through like who I am. And strangely, through random TikToks at 47, people kind of got to see the other side of me, the mom side of me, the funny side of me. And I felt like, you know, I love connecting people. I love beauty. I truly love doctors. I love interviewing. I love finding out what I can do, what I can't do. Like I, that is just something I've always loved to do. And with lipstick on the rim, my best friend from New Jersey, Emma Shah, who she was obsessed with Michelle. Oh, she now listens to Midnight. Does she? Midnight Sack. Oh my God. Every week. You're kidding. Devoted fan. <laughs> oh, uh, they share a love. So uh, funny. She was hilarious, by the way. I love a Jersey girl. She, Nothing better. She's amazing. The best. Yeah. And so I think, you know, uh, in doing it with her, mm. she's my best friend. We've known each other for 17 years. I don't know. I just, I got to talk about all the things I love. I felt like my community got to connect to me more as opposed to just kind of seeing the best of the 90 pictures on the cover of your Instagram. Like, I think everything kind of, I don't know. I I felt like it wasn't just the outside, which is normally what people judge me on and through my modeling. And then I, I, it was the first time with acting that I got to be like, Oh, I'm not just a coat hanger. Like I have a voice. I can be funny or smart or, and I don't know, I felt like I lost that a little bit. And I love being a mom, but at the same time, I still love my community and I love, you know, all the things that um, we're doing. And I'm also, you know, 48 and on this this whole crazy journey, like everyone else. I know. And two years, what are you going to do for your 50th? I know it's two years away. Not aging you, but it has to be big. 50, I think, it has, it to, has to be. You have to ha- go all out. Where would you go? He has to spend... He has to spend money, Stuber. He really oh. does. He, oh, he, you already, the bar is set so high for him, frankly, because all of your Instagram yeah. photos on vacation, every yeah. caftan you own, I'm Googling. Do you know that? Like you put a caftan on and I'm like, okay, I, I got to go on Neiman's, Bergdorf's. Like, where is she culling these caftans from? I do love a caftan. Yeah, I know. Can I tell you a new, <laughs> yeah. I tell you, can I tell you a new brand? Chufi, C-H-U-F-F-Y. Okay, never heard of it. I know. Small little brand. Chuffy. Great. I just discovered them. Chuffy. Chuffy. C-H-U-F-F-Y. It's so Very good. close to chafing, which happens to me in a caftan sometimes, depending on... 
It's a hair away. There's too much hair. Too much, yeah, too much moo-moo happening and too much thigh. Um, Chufi, I love a good caftan. Where was the last trip you went to the Hamptons this summer? No. I went to the Hamptons yeah, this how summer. Was that? We built we built a house. <gasps> Basically, I built a house over Zoom. I lived with contractors. Uh, we broke up for a couple months, oh, wow. and we got back. To, we're getting back together in Thanksgiving. So, Very nice. Yeah, the house was the house. Did it take a lot of work? I I watch HGTV religiously, even though I don't own anything. Um, what was I, genuinely? What was the process like to build from the ground up? Um, it's why people divorce. Yeah. It's why people lose all their money. Yeah. It's why there was a famous movie um, with Tom Hanks called The Money Pit. Sure. Um, it, our, basically, our punch list was longer than War and Peace. Um, <laughs> but guess what they kept saying? It's COVID. If I hear it's COVID one more time that I'm thousands of dollars, it's COVID. Meaning they wouldn't oh, build it because it was COVID times? Like they couldn't do it or what? Just Everything was just slow. slow. Everything, and it, even if it wasn't slow, it was COVID. I'm going to say two words that okay. trigger me, and I don't even know why. Supply chain. I hear the word <laughs> supply chain now. I'm like, wait, wait, how is this affecting me? I went to Target yesterday here in Miami. I'm in Miami, by the way. Can you tell, like, from my Golden Girls decor here in this Airbnb? And ha- Target was, like, half empty. I wanted a black hoodie at Target. That's all I wanted. I went in. It was, like, every schmada from 1920s to the 1950s and nothing else. They had no hoodies, nothing like that. And I just kept thinking supply chain. And they're saying it's going to get worse by Christmas. You know where else I went, Molly? You know, I love an outlet. I went to the outlet mall and it wasn't great. I'm t- I, I feel it in the stores that things are getting worse and more expensive. Like when I'm shopping, the deals are gone. The deals are gone. So I was just at a Target as well. I was in Indio, California mm-hmm. and near our outlet malls, which I wanted to stop, but apparently my six-year-old didn't really want Camarillo. to. Camarillo. Like, Please, let's do it. <laughs> the yeah, best. Camarillo. Yeah. The best. Um, but I was in Target as well and she thinks, she loves me. She loves when I turn into like a Target mom because we don't go to Target and she's like, you are just amazing. Like foaming at the mom. mouth probably. I, I get, Like just yeah. foaming. <laughs> T-shirts, my cat and Vit, <laughs> beauty supplies I don't need. I mean, I literally brought out the whole art supply collection, but inventory, not strong. Not strong. Nothing left. Supply like, chain. What is happening? Supply chain. You got to stock up. And you know, I just moved. And before COVID, I went to the Wayne, New Jersey Costco and I bought every can of tuna. My joke is that enough to kill three Jeremy Pivens. I had so much tuna in the house that, but I didn't open a single can. It was like tuna in case the world exploded. Do you know what I'm saying? And like, uh, this was all I had to eat. And so when I moved, I gave my neighbors, killing them with mercury poisoning, tuna, cans of garbanzo beans, mac and cheese, like all of these you know, shelf stable foods that I figured, okay, when they close down all the supermarkets, I'm not, you know, meanwhile, I could live like three weeks off of my body fat. And I'm like, I'm not going to (laughs) starve. I'm not going to be one of those people who loses a pound. Absolutely not. Why did you pick tuna? Because I thought it was healthy. Um, Easy to choke on in case things got really bad. You know what I mean? Like dry, which is good. And it's like, you know, healthy enough, little mayo. So I recently last year tried to be like, I don't even know what I tried. I think I was trying to be pescatarian. I was trying to be something. I got mercury. Did you? You really got it? Do you know that this is my greatest I, fear? Of, I'm, I'm actually, <laughs> wait, I'm actually in shock. I thought it was like one of these fake like Legionnaires disease, like this fake thing that people like, <laughs> I guess get, but I didn't know that you could really get it. Did your um like joints lock up or what happened? Headaches? I just wasn't feeling well. I was like, I feel <gasps> off. I'm tired. I have a headache. And so she did my blood. She goes, how much fucking fish and tuna oh are you eating? I go, God. oh, I eat fish every day for the past like eight months. And Eli, 
That's actually, it listen, it's a good thing you weren't on Broadway because that would have made the headlines. You know, when people <laughs> leave those Broadway shows for uh, mercury poisoning, as Jeremy Piven did. Did you see this <gasps> right, article? Molly Sims, fashion expert, uh, mercury poisoning survivor. Did you see this article <laughs> about Chanel raising their prices on bags? Did you, I just, did you look at this? I did. And so they're going to raise it. Also, Hermes is going to make you buy in different categories. Did you read that? No, I don't. I'm not rich. Tell me about it. Make me feel rich. Go. <laughs> okay. I bought a pair of shoes. I have them on. I wore them for you. Thank you. Here, Hermes, which are the Orion sandals? Ooh, these are no, nice. They're just, they're, they're just a loafer. Can I just say something? Can I describe? Because this is a visual thing. Molly Sims... <laughs> supermodel, <laughs> held up a loafer that on her looks so chic, like walking, very Parisian. If I put this shoe on, it would be Richard Mulligan's ghost, literally culled from the deepest, darkest bits of the graves. I would be so masculine in that shoe. It's not even a joke. Continue. I'm so sorry. No, I, I don't think so. Um, but back to the it's Chanel. True. Yeah. Um, you can only buy, you can only get certain bags. This is the one you're talking about, the yes. article? It's one flat bag, like one quilted. And Again, this doesn't really affect me, but it's also the price went up 40% in the last two years. So now the bag is going to cost, I think, in pounds, 6,500 pounds for a quilted Chanel bag. I'm asking if that's, that's normal. Is that normal? That is no. That is not normal. Thank you. Because when you go to Europe, just for everyone out there, it's very discounted. I told my husband, I'm like, he was like, but you're still spending X amount of dollars. I'm like, but it's 40 5% cheaper. Off. It says here, wait, I'm going to read you exactly. Cheaper. So basically, this is in pounds. So get your calculators out. It's very squid game. March 2020, 4,600 pounds for the classic flap. And now it's going to be 6,600. Went up 2,000 pounds. 50%. Why? Crazy. They're saying that um, it's because they want to maintain exclusivity uh, and protecting itself from the resale market. But also they're saying material and labor. I'm sorry. Please wheel to me the cow that is being killed for a $6,600 bag. Genuinely. Exactly. Like, well, did you hear Did you hear what Coach is doing? No. They're destroying good bags. <gasps> like, they're slashing them. I read it on Diet Prada. And I was like, Coach? really? So they won't go on. Uh-huh. They need to chill. I don't think anyone's clear. I mean, they need, they need to chill. They need to chill. I mean, but why 2,000 pounds? I mean, I would, if they say chain supply, I'm going to be like. Uh, girl, it's two words here. Big letters. Supply chain. <laughs> supply, <laughs> supply chain. Sorry, supply chain. That is it. No, I think the resale market is interesting because I'll go to like the real real on 70, where is it? 77th or 71st in Madison. And, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm like intimidated going into a Chanel store because I don't want to feel you know, pressured into buying anything. Frankly, I feel grubby if I go in. I feel like a little orphan Annie. Like here I am at Chanel. Okay, let me ask you, are you the type of shopper who likes to buy one great thing? Like I'll save my money. Okay, so I got in the press the other day. They're like, oh, Molly's carrying this Hermes bag. Okay, what they don't know when I came home and told my story, the story to my husband is I saved for three <gasps> years for that bag. With my first modeling money, like I have to look three it up. years later, mm-hmm. okay, it's a she's she's a beautiful cam and Bur- camel Birkin. Oof. She's literally timeless. You have it forever. Wow, yeah, they're twenty five thousand dollars now. I got it for ten. <gasps> I literally every a thousand dollars, and I just was like, damn inflation. Wait, hold on but a that's minute. Ridiculous. October twenty seventh, Molly Sims models the quote perfect sweater. Okay, that's already nice. Daily Mail has never been this nice to me ever. Well, uh, <laughs> While carrying a $25,000 Hermes purse after a dream vacation in Capri, 
right? With her Netflix <laughs> honcho husband. Okay, let's actually get to the real meat of the story. Can your husband get me a show on Netflix? This is really, this is all to say, I'm so happy for you and your bag. Now, how do I get a show on Netflix? I'm so funny, Molly. Listen, you and me, let's start a show together. Let's pitch something. By the way, he does love you. Do um, you really mean that? Or are you just saying yes. that? No, he does oh love you. Oh my God, that's so nice that he even knows who I am. Makes me feel shy. Thank you. Yes, he <laughs> <laughs> clearly he knows that's who you nice. are. nice. Thanks. You're famous. I'm not at all. But this bag, 10000 though for a bag, I always think how many Kias could I buy for that bag? So like, know. you know, it's a lot. But, but going back to my question, Please. are you one who saves and then like, will save her money to buy one great thing or you'll buy like 10 shitty little things? I'll tell you what I do. I like to think that I have nice things. Like I don't buy purses even at the outlets anymore unless I'm like in Paris or something like that. But I cannot spend more. I think the most I've spent in a bag and it was on sale. It was like a Prada leather big bag. I think I got it for $1,500 and it was a deal for what it was. But it, it kills me. I cannot spend more than that on a purse. I have um, bags from Italy that are, you know, leather inside, outside, beautiful bags, designer, but I got them either resale or on sale. I can't do it. Yeah, I haven't. I mean, that was, that's the most expensive I've, bag I, I've owned. I've had it for, I've had it for 21 years. Wow. It looks 20, brand new. I'm looking 20, at it. 20, 21 <gasps> years. Her name's Betty. Oh, she's pretty. She is Betty's so, pretty. I'm staring at her right now like when I'm on a dating app. I'm like really looking yeah, at her. She did, <gasps> yeah, she doesn't come out very often, but when she does, she she definitely, she's she, she's a good day. I went oh to God. Hermes uh, on New Bond Street in London. This was about a month ago. My friend wanted to buy um, the orange sandals for vacation. And mm. we go inside. Everybody, I'll tell you this, what I love about stores like that are when you're nice to the salespeople. And what I've learned is that if you make fun of the other customers to them, they you become their best friend. Like if you show like, listen, I'm not one of these people. You know what I mean? I'm not here. I'm not going to buy anything. But also, I'm not going to run you ragging around the store finding shit for me. They appreciate that very much. But then they, they had no shoes. They had nothing in stock. I'm just like, what is going on? What, what am I doing wrong? Should I quit podcasting? Am I in the wrong business? Is Netflix hiring <laughs> behind the scenes? This is the question. I need a new job because, Molly, it's not clicking. Honestly. But let, mm. but let me ask you a question. Why do you feel like they never have inventory? Like, I'll finally go in there. Like, I love the sandals, too. Yes. I have I had my beige ones for like three years. So I went in the same thing. We went in. It's in, we're in Venice. I'm like, well, you got to take me, Stuber. And he's like, we don't have to. I'm like, we have time. <laughs> Nothing in my size. Because I'm a 41, 40, and like 41, Lucky. 41 and a half. Ugh, I'm a 42. And that 42, good luck. The 42 is tough. I just went. 41 tough too. I disagree. You're going to yell at me. And I mm. feel it. I, as a 42, I envy the 41. That two millimeter toe difference is the <laughs> difference between me having the most beautiful shoes. And I mean, that's real though. Listen, you're talking, no one cares about this. I'm leaving it in because there's going to be two size 11 ladies listening and feeling connected to us in a way they never have before. And that feels good. It makes me like, I'm telling you, skeletally model. Like my feet aren't fat. They're just bones, you know, in some skin. <laughs> and we're the same shoe size. So that makes me feel good. Um, let's go into some beauty regimen things, Molly Sims, because uh, as much as I love talking about the Hamptons and Chanel, I'm starting to feel down <laughs> about my life. So let's talk beauty because that is something I can afford. Mm -hmm. Okay. What is your go-to 
product. And I'm not talking people who pay you to promote. I'm saying what, like five things you cannot live without. I know I'm putting you on the spot, but going through your routine, what do I need to go buy today? Because I'm ready to spend some what, cash. What? It, okay. So what is your uh, skin type? Normal combination, oily? I'd say combination. I have pores, breakouts, no hormonal here, some pores. I love Sunday Riley's um, lactic acid treatment. I forget what it's called, mm-hmm. but I just got it yesterday. Fabulous. I like when it burns. There's... Mm-hmm. Okay, so Biologique Recherche P50 1972. It's a toner. Yes. Exfoliating, great for um, bringing down the pores. Smells like vinegar. Smells, it's just, it's disgusting and it's awesome. Okay. It works. I'm in. Um, I do a Rodeal. I mix a Rodeal soft focus glow drop and I mix it in with my tinted moisturizer. And then I'll either put it on with like a brush or like a beauty blender. Mm. And that, you know, as we get older, we tend to get, a little drier sometimes, or we flip it and get a little oilier. But for me, I've gotten a little drier. So that kind of blurs kind of my, I use a CC cream um, from It Cosmetics. You like um, a neutral see, medium. I'm not an It CC girl. I got it. And for me, it was a bit too greasy. I could see if you're dry. So maybe I am a little on the oilier side because I looked like you might be on- the Potomac Housewives at that reunion who were all sweating. I don't know if you saw them. Greasy is as greasy does. <laughs> Continue. We need. They needed powder. Did you watch? Just how greasy were these girls, Molly? We gotta. We gotta. We gotta learn. We gotta learn some powder, people. Okay, so I would do. Um, do you like the Armani Silk Foundation? Uh, funny story. Went to Sephora yesterday because I have my twenty percent off coupon, Jew, and um, I can say it. I can say it. And I went in in like my workout clothes, and this girl comes and she's like, "Can I match you?" like your foundation. And I just wasn't in the mood. You know that feeling? I was just like, I'm not in the mood for it. And so I left and I didn't buy it. I have used it, but I have not, I haven't connected with it on a spiritual level, but it is the best. That is a really good one for TV. It gives you some coverage, Mm -hmm. gives you a little luminosity, not too greasy. Okay. So let's go back. Um, I do love the banana low light from Rodial. They make a great under eye. It's like a powder? Actually, um, no, it's like an under eye concealer. Okay. It's just, it's called Banana Low Light. It's always sold out. I can get it to you. Thank you. I'll send you a package. That's nice. I would say, okay, so if you have blackheads, uh, Peter Thomas Roth just came out. I just talked about it. Um, it's like, a, it's in just a, like a little tube and it's a blackhead, a triple exfoliating blackhead remover. Okay. One to four minutes, dry skin. Then moisten, wipe it, it, like kind of moisten it after like two, three minutes. Yeah. Kind of rub around in there and then wash it off. That is great for removing blackheads. I need that. Have you ever done the microblading or the... I don't want to look like um, an ex-prisoner. My mother did it. She okay. got the um, the tattoo put on. And when she came, it looked like I picked her up outside of um, the <laughs> Dade County Penitentiary. I was like, oh... No, you know what I mean? Because it was like all shiny. It looked like she just killed a man on the streets. I was like... Now, did you get a new line for each man that's dead? It was just too, it was too much. But so I wouldn't do that. I'm afraid of all. <laughs> I'm afraid of tattoos in general. But do you have tattoos? You don't strike me as a tat girl. No, no me I'm, neither. I'm always afraid of needles. Me too. I've always wanted one. I wanted my belly button pierced, but I never got it. I had a tongue ring in uh, college for like two seconds. No, you didn't. I 100% did. Yes. I was 17, not for any sexual reason, by the way. I know, listen, no, I didn't even know that that, I just was like, oh, I don't want to scar. And that's the one place I can put it where I won't scar. 
So that's where I got it done. And my friend got a nose ring and we went together. But then I've never gotten a tattoo. I'm like you. I just don't want to like, I don't know. I don't want to look like one of those old sailors where then you look down at your tattoo and it's like blue. Do you know what I'm talking about where it's like, or it's like stretched? Uh, it, no, it it looks where it used to be olive oil. Now it's Popeye because you got pregnant. Like there's just all these people that have these horrible decisions on their body. And I, but I respect them and I'm happy for them. Go on. Yeah. Like a few Stuber has. Does he? Stuber has. Yeah. He covers it. So Brooks doesn't see it. It's an ATO. It's so bad. What is that? It's so bad. ATO. Is it's a fraternity. It was like, I think it's. That's the manliest thing that's ever been said on this podcast. A frat tat. (laughs) It's like a a tramp stamp, but it's a frat tat. And he has that. Yeah, because when I first started, yeah, because when I first started dating him, he would wear these horrible white socks. I'm like. Wow. And I was like used to dating like bad boy actors. And he's like an executive, like who were really preppy, conservative, like. Dorky. Basketball shorts and white socks. I could. Um, we changed that, though. Don't worry. How did you meet him? We just had our 10-year anniversary. <gasps> I met him 12, 12 years ago. Wow. Oh, 11 and a half years ago. Mm. Just like out at a restaurant, or did he pursue you? It, was it like the kind of thing like when um, that basketball player saw Tammy on The Real World? And he, I forget <laughs> his name. Remember this? And he was like, I want to marry her. Or like Pete Sampras with that actress. So he was like, that's who I want to marry. And then they pursued them. And um, and married them. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think he, we had known each other, but it was, uh, we reconnected at the bathroom of the Golden Globes. And you know how everyone pretends in Hollywood, like everything is great. Like your show's doing awesome. You're getting canceled the next day. Like your movie's phenomenal. It makes $2 million. Yeah. Like everything <laughs> is always great. <gasps> Stuber, Stuber can be like a politician in that way. And I guess I can too, but like, not as much as he can. Like, I can't pretend. I can't compartmentalize. He can totally compartmentalize. I can't. Um, anyway, so we started talking, and I was, like, so over it. I was waiting to go home. I'd gotten Emisha into the party. She had a crush on a hairdresser. So I got her. I snuck her in. And then I was leaving. And we were, like, talking. And I don't know. I was just, I was like, I'm going home. I was like, um, I don't know. Good to see you. Like, it wasn't anything, like, it was just, like, a normal conversation, which right. sometimes people don't have in Hollywood. And anyway, he ended up calling my agent and, uh, I love that. And he was like, Oh, how about that? I'm excited. Yeah. And, uh, no, no. Mm-hmm. and then, uh, she was like, you have to, he's a producer. You have to meet him. I was like, I don't really meet people. Like I wasn't that girl anyway. So I ended up meeting him for dinner. He had a lot of projects and we just kind of like hit it off. And then, um, he had just gotten out of something. Mm-hmm. And so he'd asked me out for an entire year. You're kidding. And I needed to, no, I need to spread my wings. I I bet I you did. Probably spreading your wings all over LA and then finally ready to settle down. Molly Sims. Yeah. Wow. How many times, you know what? That warms me in a way. Like how many times do you think he asked you out before you finally said, okay? Well, I just never dated. I was always like this super oh, monogamous, would meet someone and fall in love with a dead bird on the side of the street so and like sweet. stay with them for like five years. <laughs> so sweet. I knew him, by the way. Yeah. LA is a very hard mm. place to date. I wonder as a supermodel, if you felt that or if that was just non-models, <laughs> maybe for supermodels, it's like the best place to date because everyone wants you. But it was very tough, I found. I didn't like it. You know, I didn't like dating in LA. It's kind mm-hmm. of an empty place, I would say. Yeah. But I definitely needed to date. And so, yeah, he would always like check in. The one time he didn't check in, the one time he didn't check in, I like checked in. 
And then he like said he lost something like his black barrier. I don't even know. Oh, I love it. Molly, I've been so looking forward to having you on. And can I also say that my best friend from high school is obsessed. And if I don't mention her to you, she's going to kill me. But Jessica Weiss, every time your name comes up, she's like, I love that Molly Sims. You've always been so sweet to her. I'm like, no, Molly is a good, she's the best. Like you're actually a good person. And it's shocking to um, find anyone who's like that. So thank you for being so nice. Yeah. So where does Jessica live? She's right here in uh, Surfside, Florida. She has her company, Peekaboo Ice Cream. You know Jessica. You've met me her. Some, yeah, yeah, of course. I love me some Peekaboo. Peekaboo's the best. By the way, you guys, if you have kids, Peekaboo is an excellent ice cream because it actually tastes good and you get your veggie, veggies and it's low in sugar. She's just great, too. And I love her story. And I don't know. I love, I love women who like... Like she could not, she doesn't have to work. She doesn't have, oh, like, she could just be a mom. You know what I mean? And she's a badass. She's always had schemes, even in high school. You know, she's like a Lucille Ball in that way. Like always some kind of scheme. She was like selling paintings at one point in high school. I'm like, people are buying these. Like they were hideous and she was selling them, you know, she always had some work, but she's also funny. And you know why I love her when she was on Shark Tank? I'll always bring this up. They were like tearing her to shreds on Shark Tank. And she was laughing in their face. And I was like, this bitch is so crazy. Like, they were like, look, this, this, and this. And she was howling with laughter. And I'm like, that's why we've been friends, you know, for 25 years. Because humor. That's it. She's super smart. Molly, I'm so glad you did the podcast. Thank you. Midnight Snack is an Earwolf production. Executive produced by me, Michelle Collins. Our producer is Anita Flores. And our sound engineer is Sam Kiefer. Special thanks to my friend, Dan Acton. You can listen to our ad-free episodes on Stitcher Premium. For a free one-month trial, use the code SNACK. Please rate and review Midnight Snack and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. You can follow us on Twitter at MNightSnackPod. That's M-N-I-G-H-T-S-N-A-C-K-P-O-D. I love spelling. Midnight Snackers, we would love to hear from you. Send us your feedback, questions, or topics we should chat about. You can leave us a voicemail on our party line at 331-901-0005 or drop us a line at midnightsnack at earwolf.com. For more of me, tune into The Michelle Collins Show live weekday mornings from 7 a.m. Eastern Time on Radio Andy, Sirius XM 102, and on the Sirius XM app. You can also follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Mishkoll, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear the show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things, mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye, guys.